It's Carrie from the Whistle Stop Cafe in beautiful Mir, Alberta. I am not in Mir, Alberta. I am in front of all these beautiful tractors in downtown Ottawa. I've been tasked to kind of deal with the sound system and DJing speeches and all that kind of stuff. I just wanted to briefly talk a couple of minutes because uh, the horns are going to go in about four minutes and then I'll be cut off anyways. But I've said this before, the community that's around here is stepping up and I wanna quash some of the stuff that's being said in the media because we all know we can really touch, trust the media. We actually watched CTV walk around last yesterday and I think they were looking for the craziest people that they could possibly find to talk to and they didn't. So I don't even know what they reported yesterday because they just left. Everybody here has been absolutely amazing. So people are saying, you know, like we're, people are honking and I get that whole point. And uh, there's some uh, liaison trying to get things done about, uh, about basically just doing the limit, you know, maybe eight till eight with a two minute on the hour, that sort of thing. But right now they're kind of doing it for 10 minutes every hour on the half hour. Honestly, I haven't heard it yet this morning, but it'll be 11 o'clock and I know speeches and stuff are supposed to be starting just after that, so that'll be a thing. But the last thing I wanted to point out is the support we're actually getting from uh, people of Ottawa. You don't get that in the media. You get the people that are slamming and saying, you know, get out of our town. Well, here's the thing, I think. Number one is the people that are coming around and giving us cookies and and uh, dry cookies and, and wet coffee are, uh, they're from Ottawa. They're not from elsewhere for the most part because they need to be able to make their cookies and stuff here. But the, the other thing about the people that are probably complaining are the ones that are sticking around at home too scared to come down because the media has portrayed this as a, as a giant shit show. It's not, as a matter of fact, and I've said this before, downtown is closed, but it's not because of this. It was closed when COVID hit. So you can imagine the coffee shops, the clothing stores that have been affected. 
and everybody here works in the government downtown. So if you know anybody that's downtown and that might have a business, my suggestion to you is tell them to open up and screw whatever the mayor, Jim, Jim, I'm a dink Watson. I got that dink thing from Chris. No, not, not, okay, we're not even going there. But just the, the phrase dink. I can see that getting me in hot water. But anyway, so that's my point with all that is uh, if you know anybody that is in and around Ottawa, get them down here today. We got crazy speeches, crazy people, not crazy people, but you know what I mean. We got a lot of people that are gonna come out and support everyone around and send lots of love. And I think the horns are gonna go on in about uh, 30 seconds here. So I'm just gonna turn the camera around you guys can see already there is probably 10,000 people here just in front of the stage. I'm not, I, I actually had to run back to the, the truck to get my wireless mic. Because again, you got to step up and do whatever you can in this sort of a situation. And if you're sitting at home and just banging away on a keyboard, see if you could step up doing something. I don't care what it is. If it's a matter of uh, opening up a stream and, and watching whatever's happening today, there's lots of lives out there. I can't walk 20 feet without seeing somebody with a camera. Actually, I should probably turn it around and you can probably see. But uh, without having some sort of a live stream where they're, they're talking into their phone just like I'm doing now, which maybe we're all a little psycho. I think you actually have to be in order to, to basically say to hell with the mandates. And uh, so maybe, maybe I'm a little crazy when it comes down to that, but you know what? I think I'm a crazy good crazy. So I'm gonna turn the camera around. Love you guys. And when the when the horns start blowing, I'll leave it for about half a minute. And then you guys can uh, just see what's going on today. after 11 o'clock I haven't heard a horn yet I wonder what's going on oh and that comment about urinating in the alley well there's actually a couple of people who do porta potties here that one actually looks like it's locked up so I'm not sure probably not a public restroom Well, I have to say, I almost missed the horns going off at 11. There might be something going on at the stage too right now that I'm unaware of. And maybe they basically told the trucks around the stage not to blast their horns. For whatever reason, I don't know. The other thing, I guess, is that uh, we also heard that there's going to be an anti-protest on the hill. And I'm just waiting for the uncle protest to happen right after.
And for those that did ask the weather report, yeah, it's, uh, it's Ottawa cold. It's probably minus 20, and with the wind chill, probably feels like, it's not quite minus 30, but it's definitely like minus 24, 26. And, uh, but in the sun, it warms up to a balmy minus 18. So we got that going for us today. There was a question about where can we can donate to. Boy, that's that's a whole other topic altogether about the GoFundMe. I think Chris is better off talking about it because he's kind of, he's not involved with it, but he's in meetings that are with people that are associated with that. And, uh, and because of that, I think he would be better off answering that. I know we've raised about $10,000, I guess, through wsfullsteamahead.org. And that was used for shovels, which I still haven't taken video of. I gotta do that. I'm just running around all over the place. Um, Chris has bought some pizzas for everybody today. I believe he's bought like 200 large pizzas. That's being delivered at one till two uh, or somewhere around that. And uh, just to keep everyone here and uh, motivated and uh, and get them, get them to stay in front of the stage. If you're out here in the cold, and you're bundled up, you actually do burn off quite a bit of uh, calories. Uh, I'm really hoping I'm gonna be svelte by next weekend, like abs of steel. Oh, look at this, we got horses. Nicely done, nicely done. Good morning. You just never know what you're gonna see in uh, at the Parliament. Parliament Hill, which is right up over there now. So these cranes, just another little uh, off-topic moment because that seems to be what my brain is like. These cranes have been here since before COVID hit and we've seen the moving equipment and, and boxes. We have no idea what's in the boxes. We're assuming it's like shingles or something for roofing. They're certainly not adding another tower or anything, but Again, it's been like two years. Honestly, if I had to pay for that job, I'd be totally questioning what is going on with our money and why it's taking them so long to, uh, to do that. How long does it actually take to do a building? Oh, maybe the horns are going now. I don't know. I was kind of hoping for the horns. That way I could uh, hang up my phone and sprint back to the stage. But uh, I guess I don't have to do that now. Yeah, there's people gathering up on the on the hill. You know what? I'm gonna take a quick detour anyways, because it doesn't sound like anything is going on at the stage that I'm needed for at the second. But yeah, there's a few people here. And CBC and CTV would report that there's a couple hundred. They may not even say that. They may say 12. 
or the answer to everything 42. There's 42 people. Well, it looks like they're raising the flag up on the, uh, the boom over there. All right, I'm gonna walk down because I'm gonna get closer to the stage. So it's gonna start getting louder now. I'm gonna uh, flip the camera around. I'm gonna say, have a great day, everybody. Do something Canadian today. I know there's some rallies. I know there's uh, trucks and vehicles going to legislature. And if you're in Victoria, I think they have a parliament building as opposed to a legislature. But uh, yeah, do something Canadian. Eat some poutine. Eat some beaver tails. You know what I mean with that. All right, love you guys. Thanks for the support. And we will talk to you soon. upon thousands of Canadians standing in unity and solidarity, standing up for themselves, standing up for their brothers and sisters, their fellow Canadians, in the largest peaceful block party I've ever seen.
Pretty impressive considering it's minus 20 with wind today. Yeah, really cold. Yeah, it is nose biting cold for sure. Showed up this morning, 
and answered all of our prayers. Okay, I'm going to leave it to them. They're absolutely amazing, and let's rock this place. It's scary. work to do and there's lots of other live street live streams you can watch so uh stay tuned hey everybody it's chris from whistle stop cafe in mirror alberta i'm in ottawa ontario and uh what a sight it is here it's not terrifying the scariest thing that happened to me today was somebody came up to the window of the truck uh they put $60 in my hand. That was terrifying. Uh, another couple came up and asked if we needed any toiletries, toothbrushes, and tissues and stuff. That was, I mean, Cookies. I'm still recovering from that. And the cookie, the cookie, man. As everybody knows, cookies come with monsters. Just kidding. It's awesome. There's uh, a ton of people down here. Everyone's all smiles. 
Um, there's stands set up all over the place. People giving out cho hot chocolate and coffee and water and juice boxes and you name it. Canadians are really doing a Canadian thing. As a matter of fact, uh, sounds like we're going to have a good old hockey game a little bit later. There's folks that have done everything from from set up the sound and the and the stage to uh, get things for the kids to do, which is awesome. And I'm going to turn the camera around. There are way more people here today than there have been during the week. I keep hearing people say things like, this should be Canada Day. No, this is Canadians Day. And it is absolutely true. This is Canadians Day. Oh, private and uh, sounds like it's going to continue to be Canadians Days for the foreseeable future. So in the last couple days, the, the mayor of Ottawa has done everything he can to try and convince people that this is a terrifying event. They all need to stay in their ho homes. Um, that these are violent people. The police chief, you're feeling as safe as ever. Awesome. What about all the violence they're talking about? Yeah, a lot of violence. It's bullshit. It's gaslighting. It is absolutely gaslighting. That mayor, I, I would love to sit down and have a chat with that mayor. I doubt he'd do it though. Uh, I think the mayor's name is Jim Watson. Yeah, Jim Watson. Jim Watson and uh, police chief slowly. How dare you? How dare you talk about these people like that? Um, one of the reasons why that GoFundMe got shut down is because the police chief and the city told GoFundMe that there's been escalating violence and arrests in relation to the convoy. And that is complete and utter bullshit. You, the information is, is it's available if you uh, I'm not sure exactly how you find it maybe the city or the OPP or whatever but they actually issued a statement a few days ago saying that the arrests that they made over the last few days had nothing to do with the convoy there are locals and they were counter protesters and then you have this mayor and these and this councilwoman Catherine McKenney um, lying to organizations like GoFundMe and taking away those dollars that everybody donated to make this movement a success but you know what it doesn't matter because everything they do like that it's just one more opportunity to show that they won't debate because they can't win a debate it's very obvious that Canada's done with this Canada is pretty united in that voice and even if we're not completely united this small fringe minority is not a minority so I think it's time that uh, people like the mayor the police chief maybe that councilwoman uh, heck you know why not even the Prime Minister maybe they should start speaking to Canadians addressing the people here instead instead of trying to paint them as some sort of violent extremists that does not look like a violent extremist to me There's, that's not a violent extremist Neither is that, neither is he, neither is she. That guy's wearing a cape, so I don't know. Oh, is it a Canadian flag? <laughs> yeah, that's very extreme. It's very extreme these days to be patriotic. And that patri patriotic extremism stems from a prime minister who is supposed to be a leader who tells the country that they have no identity. So identifying as a unified Canada, that's an extreme position to take with Justin Trudeau.
because he doesn't believe in Canada. Perfect timing. I am absolutely ashamed that Justin Trudeau is the leader of this nation. Um, he's been lambasted by media outlets and social media influencers and podcasters for days over his uh, treatment of the people here, uh, the things that he said about them. It's it is it's 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 disturbing to be uh, have our, a leader of Canada on the global stage like that and saying those things. But you know what? People have had enough. And a good example is the GoFundMe getting taken down. The GoFundMe being taken down was a method to try and cancel people who others couldn't debate with. And look how that's turned out for, for GoFundMe. GoFundMe is done. They're sunk. And the people are speaking. We've had enough of this cancel culture bullshit. We want our voices heard. And when things like that happen, we're going to start reacting to it. Yeah, we got to be more proactive. But our reaction to things like uh, a cancelled fundraiser for a protest, that speaks volumes. And get this, there's already other fundraisers out there that have raised a significant sum of money so that GoFundMe being shut down hasn't stopped a damn thing. All it's done is driven home the point that this government is tyrannical and they'll do anything they can to push their agenda and silence people. In my humble opinion. Anyway, it's pretty loud up here, so I'm going to let you go, but thank you very much for watching, and uh, we'll try and come back at you soon here. We're supposed to be doing a little interview with Chris Barber today, talking about this stuff, and I think I'm supposed to get up on that stage shortly to say a few words, but uh, yeah, stay tuned. And if you're watching from Ottawa, get down here, check it out. This is the most non-terrifying exciting time that I've seen in two years. Don't miss it. Chris is uh, going up to speak, and right, there's too many people to walk around. Chris Webb, he's been holding the line with me all week. With us all week, it's not about me, it's about us. But he's been holding the line with us all week, and we're very grateful for everything he does, That's Mr. Terrible. Chris Webb. Chris, Chris Scott. That's Chris Scott. Thank you very much. So, as I walked up to the stage today, I had all these different speeches going through my head about things I wanted to say to you folks today. And I had so many great ones, I have no idea what they were, so I'm going to start fresh. And it's probably a good thing, because as I look around, and I look at this crowd, all these people here, there are tens of thousands of people gathered in Ottawa in the middle of winter, standing for freedom! to give a better idea 
to the rest of Canada of what's going on right now than you folks standing out here freezing your butts off and enjoying some fellowship with Canadians. There's nothing, words can't even describe it. And that's what this is about. That's what this has always been about. Encouraging people, standing in unity, uniting and igniting Canada towards a common goal. And that is to tell those who have put us in jail and closed our businesses and masked our children for the last two years, we have had enough! Canadians, polite, respectful, courteous, standing up for ourselves and standing up for those around us. That is all we have to do. And when we do that, those men and women in that building, they see this. They see Canadians standing in unity. And it doesn't, it does not, it does not escape them. They hear you. At the beginning of all this, when I stood up and I opened my restaurant, I sat down beside the chief of police in my restaurant and he said to me, Chris, don't do this. You can't win against these guys. Yes, the government will can. never hear you. Can you hear us now? Yes. We don't need to fight to win. All we have to do is stand together in unity as free men and women in Canada and set the example for our brothers and sisters from sea to shining sea. That's all we have to do right now, today. There are groups and cities all across Canada doing the same thing, standing in unity, speaking for each other. And they're telling their elected representatives that they've had enough too. And if we continue what we're doing here, if we continue to lead by example and motivate and encourage the rest of Canada, we
And she would like to make an introduction. sing you a little song from the Tragically Hip. How do you feel Woo! about that? That's Canadian My name's Matt. I'm a father of five. I'm a restaurant owner. Woo! And you know what? The last two years sucked. Yeah. Yes, they Honest have. to God. Yep. When this, when I first seen this, I just walked in here an hour ago. I'm in tears. This is unbelievable, Canada. Let me hear you. Look at this. How you doing back there, folks? Thank you, everybody here. Everybody here is a hero. Everybody here is a hero. God. All right, well, I guess I better get on singing you a little hip song, eh, folks? Yeah. Poor guy. Listen to those hearts. Give these truckers some love. Yeah. Let this country hear your freedom right now. Time's gonna be a bit out of tune, but that's okay. Join me. We'll just let them have that for a second. Let's give these truckers one more love right here, folks. God damn, can you hear that? I think all of Canada can hear us right now. Sundown in the Paris of the Prairie We kings have all treasures buried What you hear are the rustic breezes Pushing around the weather Simple out of receipt. 
someone standing in a killer's place. Twenty years for nothing, well, that's Besides, no one's interested in something you didn't do. We were gonna have some
be alive. Yes. yes. This is the first time to be alive. Say it with me. The first time to be alive. Yes. First time to be alive. So who was here last Saturday? Who was here last Saturday? Now who's here for the first time from Australia? Amazing! Welcome! Welcome to the Freedom Family. I call this Freedom Family because in the last two years we might have lost some friends, yep. we might have lost some uh, relatives, yep. but it's okay. We have each other now. Yes! And it's the best place to have each other because we stand for freedom, we stand for future, and yes. we all stand for all kids. Yes! For all kids. Yes. Very quickly, if you don't know, I was born in Soviet Union ah. in 1980. Oh, What's up, yeah. Zach? Give it up to Zach, everybody. Woo. Zach is one of the original members of We All Essential. Very quickly, side note, We All Essential is Business Apparel Network site. Zach was one of the original businesses staying open yeah. regardless of business tyranny. Give it up to Zach. Yes! He has a personal training studio, Football Fitness, uh, next to Ottawa, so make sure you check him out. But like I said, I was born in Soviet Union, so I know what it is to be indoctrinated and brainwashed as a child. And this is exactly what they're doing to our kids. So when I went to the very first protest on May 2nd of 2020, I went as a concerned parent first. Who has kids over here? <clears throat> exactly. So we stand for all the kids, we protect all kids, not just our own. Everyone. Because yes. if your kids are fortunate to have you as a parent, amazing. Yes. What about other kids? Yeah. We have to stand for all kids. We yeah. have to protect all kids. Yes. So when I went to the first protest in Queens Park, I, I knew that as a parent, I have to do whatever it takes to protect my son, who's going to be six years old soon. I have a, a daughter, for, a six months old now. And that's who I stand for this. Yes. I stand for future, for the kids, because not on my watch, my kids will be slaves, or your kids will be slaves. Yeah! Thank you! And by the way, I'm moving to Ottawa until this is done. Yeah! Anyone ordered a chicken special? Anyone has a chicken special recently, no? So when you, when you go order food in a fast food restaurant, ask, ask for a Trudeau special now. Every single person ask for Trudeau special at a fast food restaurant. And when they don't understand what you mean, you said chicken special. That's it. That's it. This is the best peaceful, loving, freedom, family event ever. Yeah. We are not terrorists, we're not extremists, we are Canadians. But sure, but this is definitely not French minority. No! <laughs> we, the French minority are the corrupt politicians, yes, the yes. oligarchs, the you know the people that want to rule our lives, and we're not gonna stand for that. So, very quickly, three three things for my message for you today. Number one, always in life we can take three levels of action. We can do what's convenient, we can oh. do what we can, or we can do whatever it takes. And the level of your action will determine what's really important for you guys. Yep. And I don't know about you, but there's nothing else as important as this moment in your life right now. Amen! Yes! 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 
more important place to be than on this hill. I don't know how much more epic do we need to make this. We are literally on a hill, and we stand in the ground, and we're holding the line. We don't need to be confrontational. All we have to do is stand and hold the line. That's it. Yes, Trudos can spend $45 million of your money to buy all the hotel rooms, to pay all the cops here for our safety. This is the, do you know by the way, the crime in Ottawa went down? The crime in Ottawa went down because of us. But like I said, there's three levels of action. And what's really important for you guys? To be here and hold the line. But be peaceful. This is a peaceful revolution. Not just for this country, for the whole world. And we have to keep it peaceful, guys. So when we have agitators us, all you need to do is send them love. When people give me fingers or whatever else, I just say, I love you, and I blow them kisses. That's the best thing you can do. What are you going to respond to that? I love you and you blow them kisses. Oh, da, 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 whatever. whatever. I love you. You are very confused, but I love you anyway. That's it. I wish you to wake up very, very soon for your safety, okay? But it's okay, guys. We are literally on a hill. We're not going anywhere because as much money as they think they can have, as much of technology they think they can have, they're missing one very key resource. The it's people. the people. people. Like I said, guys, this is the best time to be alive. Ask yourself why you're here today. Ask yourself why you're here today. And when, when the time gets tough, remember that. What is your why? What is your why to be alive? And, and live with purpose. Live with purpose. You know, when they ask the question, what's the meaning of life? The meaning of life is to live the meaningful life. It's to ensure that the life has meaning. What's up, Sean? I love you, brother. Give it up to Sean. The Viking foot come, hold the Manitoba on your shoulders, bro. I love you so much. Like I said, guys, we lost some relatives, we lost some friends. They're gonna come around. But I kid you not, this is the best thing that can happen to humanity. Because we are coming together in the most powerful way, in very authentic, we're full of integrity. When we interact with each other, we're not wearing the masks. Not the one that goes on the face. The one that we used to put on before. We are so real with each other. We are real people, we are real humans. And we are the team human that are gonna stand the ground, hold the line, and make it sure that if politicians leave this country, don't worry, we're gonna take all the space necessary with ourselves. So, the last message that I'm gonna say, like I said last week, when the times get tough, have faith in yourself. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in your neighbor. Have faith in your relatives, have faith in your country. That's very important. And by the way, we already won. We yes. already won. We already won. This is not gonna go anywhere but only up. 
only expanding, only increasing, because we stand in love, we stand in freedom, and we stand for the future of humanity, guys. That's it, guys. I love you. CJ is someone who's really, really special. He joined the movement, standing for the kids, organizing different rallies. And this is exact. You know, with music, with art, we can transcend everything. Yes. The last message I have for you guys. We have one race. It's called Human Race. Yes. We have one religion. It's called Love. Yes. And this is our country. And we're going to own it ourselves.
the tent and warm up a bit. I'll be back and do some more lives. Hey guys, you're on the news. How's it going? What do you think? Very good. Amazing, eh? Amazing. Have you seen anything negative here today? I even brought my daughter down here to experience Yeah? Yeah, it's good. It's a freedom. Yes, sir. I wasn't yeah. right for them to steal $9 million. Pardon? I wasn't right for them to steal $9 million in Ottawa. Hey, which news are you guys with? CTV. CTV, nice to see you here. Pardon me? Can we get them up there? Who? Camera. You want to go Probably not. Probably not. No, the problem is CTV's done too many uh, hit pieces on this, calling them violent extremists, right? And I know you can see that it's not the case right now, but that's what's going out from CBC and CTV, so they're very... Uh, you know, they're, they're really upset that they're not getting represented accurately. That's fair. That's, all I can do is ask. Yeah. I mean, I'll ask, but it's... it's. All right, I lost them already, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice okay. Nice to meet you. You two have fun. It would be nice if they actually got up there and reported. You know what? I'm going to ask. Yeah. I'm going to ask. Most people that do events like this have a year to plan. Jason, I got to interrupt for a second. CTV just asked if they could put a camera on that. Maybe not a bad idea, I don't know. <laughs> Hey everybody, Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mir, Alberta. Uh, we just wanted to show you what it looks like on Wellington Street heading towards Parliament. So, uh, we went and got one of those sticks. Nice tall view. Yeah, you know what, Don? I had. So what we're gonna do is we're going to walk all the way up to where the stage is, and we're gonna show you all the excitement that's happening on at Parliament right now in Ottawa, Ontario.
for those of you that are wondering, these are the Quebecers. And they sure know how to throw a party.
Can't have open liquor downtown, boys and girls. Not allowed. So CTV News, if you're watching, uh, you can use this video. There's some Canada geese around here.
leading this world right now. Eyes on us. Here, what we do next. Let's give it up to Canadian truckers. I want to exercise. 
my natural immunity. And the media and the society and the government is trying to tell them that they are fringe and they have nothing to back them up. I say no. I want this stage to tell you the truckers have 100% of the science behind them. of the attendees at a function in America were testing positive after being yeah. double vaccinated. That caused the CDC director to rush to the podium and tell Americans to double mask. Then we had a study out of Ho Chi Minh City at the same time, published in the Lancet Journal, told us that double vaccinated nurses were transmitting infection at 251 times the viral load. We knew that the vaccine was failing on Delta then, and then came Omicron. The vaccine has failed. It does not work. It does not work on Omicron. If you have taken two shots, I am talking to you based on the science. Do not take a booster. about the mandates. Our children bring statistical zero risk to the table. Children are almost zero risk and the data has been clear for 20 months. They do not get readily infected. They do not transmit to children. They do not We're not home. even going to try bothering to get to the other side. Uh, the news in there's way too many people. So we'll be back later. This is awesome.
sous le couvert de la bienveillance. Que l'intégrité physique de nos enfants et la pureté de notre sang soient un choix préférable à la propagande publicitaire des milliardaires. par certains médias, journalistes et politiciens soient dénoncés et noyés dans une vague d'amour. Que l'art et la science, libres de cachet, honteux, rayonnent plus que les politiques dictatoriales et liberticide et que le totalitarisme disparaisse rapidement de nos vies. Que ceux qui sont corrompus et qui nous gouvernent et qui nous trahissent soient jugés et emprisonnés. s'informer avec l'esprit honnête et en paix pour que la paix s'incombe sur la terre-mère. Que Gaïa soit un paradis à vivre et non à dominer.
this crowd, I just see so many Canadians, such a diversity of people that don't care about silly things like race, gender, religion. We're here for something far, far, far more important. We're here standing up for our constitutional rights. confidence 
in our corporate and public media, especially in the CBC. For two years, for two years, they have abused us. They have closed our businesses and harmed our kids. They fired us from our jobs and they mocked our suffering while they were being paid to work at home. So, here's what we say. We do not consent to be governed by you. We reject your authority. We reject your expertise. We reject your judgment. We reject your moral righteousness, your hysteria, your smug superiority, your shrill hypocrisy, your claim that you follow the science. What's that? We reject your propaganda. We reject your bullying, your manipulation, and your use of state force to get your way. So, we demand the end of this. We demand, we demand the end of you telling us what to do. We demand the end of vaccine mandates, of lockdowns, of capacity limits, of masks, of arrows on the floor being separated from our kids in the hospital. We demand the end of laws being made in back rooms, in QR codes, electronic surveillance. We demand the end of news conferences where you flaunt your power. We demand the end of postponed surgeries and we demand the end of all the other stupid, heartless things you have done to us. We are Canadians. And we
Tim Hortons, and you know what happened. Uh, a, a trucker was set up right over there, down Metcalf and, and Spark, I believe, and, and he was handing out free Tim Hortons coffee. So, so I grabbed one, and I thought to myself, if, if this is what a terrorist movement looks like, then sign me up. Gotta go, too cold. Okay, I want to bring you now Dr. Meb Rashid, my brother Meb, my close friend and colleague. This is amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone being here. I just want to let you know we put this together within 24 hours. Amazing crowd. No, he designed I lost his name before. He designed it. He's also with this. Uh, he's doing our, our social media stuff. He's getting these Well, it's not just the hill that's busy. This is the corner of Bank and Albert. that guy from a lot of movies. That fellow's a stuntman. I'm uh, trying to stay out of sight because I just found something terrifying. Please uh, make sure the mayor get this, gets this. There's terror. Terror in Ottawa. There's terror. I'm going to get up there. I'm going to risk my life, and I'm going to see if I can get some video of this. First-hand video of the terror happening in downtown Ottawa. Here we go. Mom, I love you. If this is the last video I ever do, I love you, Mom. And I love you, my kids. Oh my goodness, this kid's playing hockey! Ah! Little terrors, downtown Ottawa. the view from our truck.
I think we're one of the few people that are actually parked legally. <laughs> well, the sign says special event, so... So we went to have lunch just down the street here uh, at a fast food place and we went in there, we are waiting to place our order and uh, a young mom, was she young? Kids were young. No. Not a mother and her young kids came in and she spoke French, very little English and she asked in her best English if she could use the washroom. Uh, even though 95% of the places down here, their washrooms say closed to the public. Um, hence the urinating in alleys. Anyway, this woman said, listen, uh, like I really need to use the washroom. Is it broken or is this just like the government says that I have to pee outside on the sidewalk? She didn't actually said that, but that's kind of what I heard. And eventually the fellow said, okay, well, I'll open the washroom for you, but I just, I can't do this for everybody or I'll get in trouble. So I watched this young lady and her kids uh, go to the washroom. Well, no, I didn't watch them go to the washroom. I watched them go into the washroom and I thought to myself, what the hell? The government actually tells people that they can't allow people to use the washroom in their restaurant, which is like, that's really weird considering restaurants have to have washrooms in them. Anyway, so they, um, they did their thing and they left and, and we ordered our lunch and I thought, you know what? I'm going to say thank you from the truckers convoy to this guy who <laughs> look at this mask over here so, I'm going to say thank you to this guy and his staff for, from the truckers convoy for letting that woman use the washroom a very decently human thing to do so we paid for our lunch we left a $250 tip for this guy then our way out the door uh, the owner was sitting there and he was eating his lunch and we had a quick conversation about him, about how this has impacted him. And so he was very supportive of the trucker convoy. He said he can't believe other businesses aren't open. Um, everybody that comes in is nice and respectful. And this is the first time in two years that he's actually been able to operate his business the way it's supposed to be operated. This guy had lost a lot of money, I'm sure. And, uh, and I thought, you know what? 
thousands, if not tens of thousands of people across Canada supported me and helped me out and they just would hand me a hundred bucks here or, or 20 bucks here and and they did that as as a thank you for standing up so I gave that guy a hundred bucks and I said hey you know what do what you want with it keep it or buy someone lunch whatever you feel is right and we talked for about another I don't know five or ten minutes about this stuff and at, at the end of the conversation it was quite clear that this guy was actually fearful of this convoy coming here because of what the government told him. He considered closing his business because the government said that he had to be fearful. And he is now very, very thankful that he didn't because he's had an opportunity to meet some pretty wonderful people and, uh, and actually make a little bit of money. So again, if you operate a business in the downtown core of Ottawa, it would be in your best interest to come on down, open your doors, maybe even let people use the washrooms, and uh, sell us your merchandise. We want to buy your stuff. You've been kicked around for two years, and we want to help. The horns are annoying, yes, but at the end of the day, when you do your cash out, and it's better than it has been in the last two years, you're going to be glad these horns are here. What did you say about truckers, Gavin? Gavin had a really cool slogan about slogan oh, about truckers. You mess with the truckers, you get the horns. <laughs> you, you mess with the truckers, you get the horns. Anyway, the other thing you're getting is uh, a lot of business in the downtown core. Look at all these people. I, I'm not. I'm no uh, CTV or CBC, but I'm thinking there are at least. 65 to 70 supporters down here <laughs> rallying around the trucker convoy. Do you think that's accurate? 65 to 70. <laughs> Is that about right? No. Are you sure? Maybe 65 to 70. <laughs> <laughs> there is, if I had to guess, hundreds of thousands. Of I would say there are, the, the amount of people down around Parliament and downtown right now is in the hundreds of thousands. There is a lot of people here, like a lot of people. And they all want to buy your stuff. So come to work, enjoy the horns, and enjoy great cash outs.
1,001 degrees, but I gotta put my hat on because I'm gonna walk outside and I'm gonna freeze. We're gonna Oops. I hate when that happens. We're gonna live band playing. And I just wanna show you kinda what, what it looks like from the top here on the stage. I'll go pretend I'm listening for audio or something. We got a woman that's gonna come up and do O Canada now. And yeah, the trucks are still honking.
and Gavin. They're gonna go warm up in the tent. of uh, what is the band's name. Honestly, there's been I'm not quite sure, but I believe it's called Open Heaven. Right behind the drums. I gotta wander over. 
anything else to do right now because the, uh, the music system's all set up for this band but I think in about 15 minutes Chris, Chris will be up uh, speaking again just for a few minutes I think oh I Brandon think. So let me uh, let me confirm Brooke? that and I'll let you know
Into a cardboard box. are down there and Quebec's over there. Vegas. 
everybody, it's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. And I am not in Mira, Alberta, I am in Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, before I begin, I'm going to address a very, very serious question I've been getting a lot of lately. And that is, why am I wearing this toque? It's not cold in my hotel room. The reason I'm wearing this toque is because I've been wearing this toque all day. And uh, my hair is in a condition that if you looked at me, you might turn to stone with the way my hair is. I need a haircut really bad. That's why I'm wearing this toque. Uh, I actually bought this toque at a Husky gas station in, oh my goodness, I can't even remember where, but it was on the drive out here and uh, they were extremely happy to see the convoy. We had some great conversations with the folks there. Um, so I just bought a whole bunch of stuff from his gas station. So there's the answer to the toque. <sighs> So the thing that's on a lot of people's minds these days um, is what the government has done that's good for us lately. Wait a minute, sorry, no that's a different video. Uh, the thing that's been on people's minds is the convoy protest demonstration that's occurring in Ottawa. Uh, the ones that are occurring at the border, at the Canada-US border all across the country I believe. And uh, in cities everywhere, all cities in Canada everywhere, not all of them literally, but a good majority of them are uh, seeing some sort of protest or convoy or something like that. Uh, down south in Alberta, there was a huge convoy of people on horseback, which is absolutely amazing to see. And uh, yeah, I mean, what we're seeing right now, we've never seen it in Canada. And that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> Throughout this whole pandemic thing uh, the last two years we've seen people in other countries taking it to the streets sometimes by the millions and I watched that stuff and it was very encouraging and I just thought man I wish Canada could do that I wish the people of Canada would do that because if people take it to the streets that's when the government pays, pays attention and uh, usually they listen and we make some progress but the thing with Canada is we we're a very young country and we haven't experienced the same things as a lot of those countries where you saw millions of people in the streets have. Uh, they have suffered under tyrannical governments, under oppression, uh, communist governments even. And if they haven't, their parents or grandparents have. So it's very fresh for them. They understand what it means to be free and, what it, and the responsibility of keeping your freedoms much, much better than Canadians. Because as Canadians, our, we're, we're taught right from grade school you live in a free country. Don't worry. You're free. You'll always be free. You have the Bill of Rights, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, the Constitution Act 1982. We have these international covenants that protect us on an international level. Um, it is the freest country and the best place to live on the planet. And we just kind of go, awesome. We live in a free country. And then we run around as kids and when another kid tells us to stop doing something, we say, well, it's a free country, isn't it? Right? That's how most of us grew up. But we fail to recognize the fact that freedom comes with a responsibility to keep it. Uh, you need to exercise your rights, otherwise you lose them. Kind of like my arms. They kind of got a little smaller in the last few years because I don't use them as much as I used to because I don't do the manual labor I did. So I don't exercise very much and now I'm fat and it takes me a little bit to get up these three flights of stairs. Well, not really, but by the time I get up here, I'm winded. I don't exercise nearly enough no, it's not COVID's fault. It's just because I'm lazy. Um, but my point is, if you have something 
and you don't exercise it, you will lose it. And that goes for your body, uh, including your brain. If you don't do things that stimulate your mind, you become dull and your brain doesn't work as fast as it would had you been using it lots. Just like our rights and our freedoms. If we don't exercise them, if we don't understand them, we end up losing them. Or we forget we have them in the first place. Kind of like when you sit down for too long and you wake up and you forget that you're, you have that leg and you don't use it and then you promptly fall down because that leg's asleep. So, in Canada, we don't exercise our rights like they do in other countries. Um, we don't have that understanding of what it means to not be free uh, or the potential to not be free, so we tend to sit at home and watch the news and just say, ah, we live in a, we live in a free country, it's okay. The government has our best interests in mind. It's fine, don't worry about it. Things have changed. And throughout this thing, throughout my fight um, from, you, you know, opening my restaurant against the restrictions, losing my liquor license, having the police come in and seize my liquor out of my restaurant, uh, having my door chained shut. Uh, what else did they do to me? Oh, they threw me in jail, uh, put me on probation, maybe do community service. Also, uh, I need somebody to sign off on my community service for this demonstration because um, it is a service to communities all over Canada. So I'm hoping that somebody will be happy to sign my community service form. Where was I? Right here. Rights, freedoms. Right, so along this journey, I've watched these other countries stand up and fight, or at least be vocal, and I thought, man, I wish we could do that here. And it dawned on me why it doesn't happen, but I've been trying to encourage people to stand up and use their voices for months. Not four months, F-O-R, months. Months and months and months. Because I know that's how change can be made. Um, and I've heard it all. I've heard all the common law stuff and the, you know, stuff off a website that claims you can print these forms and get your rights back, or you can sue the queen and get your rights back. I, I've literally heard it all. And at the end of the day, what it boils down to is the only thing that works is standing up for yourself. So that's what I'm doing. Now, when this convoy started, <clears throat> I thought to myself, gee, this looks like something that Canadians can actually get behind. Uh, it, can, it may actually mobilize or motivate them and encourage them to stand up, speak out, and join La Résistance. And that's what it's done. If you saw my videos about, uh, in uh, Parliament Hill today, there were hundreds of thousands of people there. Am I accurate in saying that? Do you think it was hundreds of thousands? Hundreds of thousands of people. Maybe it was getting into the millions. I don't know because... I can only see one area at a time, and I can't say for sure if the people were moving in large groups from one area to the other and making it look like there was more people or less people. But it is quite possible that there could have been millions of millions of people in the streets. It's not uncommon to see on uh, Canada Day or some celebration or when a hockey team wins something or whatever, or when they lose something and Vancouver burns their own city down because they're so upset. So people are taking it to the streets, which is so encouraging to me. Because that's what makes a difference. And when people take it to the streets, it's very visual, it's audible. Sorry about the horns, Ottawa. And it encourages other people. So if you've heard me speak at this, uh, at this demonstration here, that's generally my message. Um, I've said before that I do believe that sound is the most powerful thing in the universe. Uh, as a Christian, I do believe that the universe was spoken 
into existence by sound. Um, physics, believe it or not, secular physis physicists have hypothesized that that could, could be true. And they don't believe in God because of their, the work they do and, and, the, and the things they've learned about sound and the way matter works and, and how energy works and all that, all that stuff. So I read a paper a few years back from a secular physicist who said, yes, it is entirely possible that the entire universe was spoken or created from sound. So sound is powerful. Our voices are powerful. One person's voice is powerful. Your voice is powerful. And if you don't believe me, I want you to think back to when your mother called you. Pretty powerful, was it not? So sound is powerful. It is noisy here. And I'm not talking just horns. This entire city, this entire country is abuzz with people using sounds to share their experiences or share their emotions with other people. I can't tell you how many people I've met on the street that have stopped to tell me their story of either successes or failures throughout this, uh, this restriction stuff. Um, so many people have stopped to tell me that they were encouraged to speak out because of things that I've said that completely melts my heart, turns me into a blabbering idiot in front of large crowds, but whatever. I just had a scratch in my eye, right Zuckerberg? So sound is very, very powerful. The words that you say can actually change the world. And you, if you pay attention to history, there are lots of people that rose up over the course of history from nothing, uh, totally insignificant people, but the sounds they made and the words they spoke changed and reshaped the world as we know it. Um, what are some good examples of that, Carrie? I'm, I'm uh, Gandhi? Gandhi's words changed people's lives uh, for, for likely forever. Um, the words that man said encouraging peaceful noncompliance, um, uh, unity, solidarity, that changed the world. Martin Luther King absolutely changed the world, 100%. Uh, not all of the people that have used their words to change the world have done so for any, anything positive. Uh, take, for instance, our Prime Minister, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Uh, his words change the world, or they change the nation. They change the way the nation feels about um, certain portions of society. He calls them a fringe minority uh, with unacceptable views. And it changes the way people think. <clears throat> the sounds that that man made on that day in front of that camera uh, affected people's lives for the worse. And we see that even here in Ottawa. I watched a, a press release that the chief of police, cons, captain, constable, captain, must be a captain. I think slowly is his name, S-L-O-L-Y. The words that came out of that man's mouth, if you stop to really pay attention to what he's saying, he uses the word unacceptable a lot. Unlawful a lot. Did I mention unacceptable? Same thing the Prime Minister said about us. These words and these sounds are being used to influence you, to change your mind, and to make you form an opinion, and, and think about a certain group of people a certain way, without having any knowledge of it in the first place. Uh, so the Chief of Police, <clears throat> he's talking about how this is a violent uh, demonstration. It's unlawful. There's lawlessness everywhere. And that's what they have a problem with, was the lawlessness. Well, so far, the only lawlessness that I've seen um, are laws like 
parking laws, and believe it or not, I've seen people drive the wrong way up a one-way street. Um, what else is there? And noise violations. The criminal stuff that I know of personally, that I have either witnessed or seen the reports of, were all done by people from Ottawa. Not that there's anything wrong with people from Ottawa. They were counter-protesters, known to police, and now the police chief is saying that this protest includes lawbreakers who have been charged with crimes. Well, I suppose that's true because the entire city is involved in a protest right now. Actually, that's not true. It's mostly the downtown core. But they're in the midst of the demonstration, so I guess you could say that it was part of the protest, but they weren't the people involved with the protest. Yet, the chief of police is telling you that to lump law lawlessness into the mix here. Um, I've had conversations with business owners who have opened their shops in the past couple days. They've realized that they may not have been told the truth by the authorities in Ottawa and that they had to be fearful and close their businesses because there was a uh, raging group of, oh, what was the phrase? Packs of wild dogs running the street. Do you remember? Will Farrell actually did a really, really good public service announcement of that, um, dealing with packs of wild dogs. And that's kind of what the chief of police is doing. He's trying to make you fearful to keep you at home so you don't see what actually happens. Now the businesses that have <clears throat> grown some kahunis and opened up, not only have seen very, very, very good revenue over the past couple days, but they have also been witness to the true nature of this demonstration. Uh, the gentleman that I talked today, talked to today where I bought lunch, he was telling me about the last two years for him open, not open, kind of open, kind of not open, very difficult, lost a lot of money, and now he, he had to open because they have to make some money. These businesses have to start making some money. And he's very happy he did because he's had a chance to actually meet some of these violent white supremacists. And they're not violent white supremacists. He had nothing but good things to say about the people involved in this demonstration. So... Over the last few days, uh, I've done some live streams where I've made pleas to the people of Ottawa, the businesses and whatever. And here's my request today. If you operate a business in Ottawa, in the downtown core, and you've had the courage to brave children playing hockey and smiles, handshakes, and uh, record revenues for the day, and you've opened your business, and you've had a positive experience about it, please contact the chief of police, flood their office with letters, and tell them what this is like. Send letters to the news. Send letters to the radio. Call in on the radio shows because those guys are terrible. They seriously think they can say whatever they want on the air about whoever they want, and the CRTC is going to protect them, and they're not going to be held accountable for their disgusting lies. Well, it's not true. So if you've been downtown, and you've met these people, Tell people about it. Get the information out there. Because it is not fair that the authorities here in Ottawa are using the, the sounds they make, the words that come out of their mouth, to do harm to your world. And that's exactly what's happening. If you saw the videos uh, from Parliament Hill today, you saw children, you saw 
pets, you saw smiles, you saw a lot of hugs, you saw uh, a group of doctors who has been taking a lot of time out of their lives and their practices to speak up and try and give you some truth so that you don't have to be fearful. Um, you've seen, you've heard some amazing stories from some amazing people who are taking time out of their lives, away from their children, to come here and speak to you and share their stories. What else have you seen? Fireworks. You've seen some fireworks. I don't know if that's actually legal. That's pretty cool. That's the kind of things you see here. You didn't see some crazy, dangerous demonstrator slash counter-demonstrator protest on Parliament Hill. Probably because there was no room for anybody but demonstrators at Parliament Hill today. It was packed. It took me an hour to get from the awesome, crazy Quebecers who have the dance party going at the corner of Wellington and... Uh, O'Connor. O'Connor. Those folks are great. Seriously. Any time of day or night, you can go down there. You can see people smiling and dancing in the streets. There's more dancing in the streets going on in Ottawa than... Can I say maybe there ever has? Has there been more than this? Do you think? Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. But there's a lot of dancing going on in the streets. It's extremely encouraging. And it's something people need. Because they haven't had this in two years. They've been living in fear. And now the authorities here are trying to continue forcing you to live in fear. But you don't have to. You can come down there and you can enjoy the day with these wonderful people who all they want to do is be Canadians. That's all they want to do. They want to be free to be themselves. Period. So to the business owners who have who have come down and opened their shops, and there's a lot more open now than there was when we got here, which is amazing. Thank you very much. But please, if you could take that small extra step and share your stories with those who may be able to get that out, um, that would be very much appreciated. And that alone <clears throat> has the potential to turn the tide on this entire thing. Any citizen of Ottawa or business owner who has a positive story to share about these demonstrators could turn the tide on this because that's going to encourage your fellow business owners to open their shops. And when these hundreds of thousands of people, potentially millions, are in your town, they're going to want to shop at your stores and they're going to want to share their stories with you, both of which are very, very valuable. Only one of those pays the electric bill, but they're both very valuable nonetheless. So that's my ask from the people of Ottawa. Now, I have an ask for the media. You may have seen that I interviewed a CTV news reporter and his cameraman today. Cameraman was fairly quiet, but I think that's what they do. They're just supposed to be quiet. But they came up to me and they asked if they could put the cameraman on the stage <clears throat> to get shots of all the people. And I said, well, probably not. Because over the last week, CTV and CBC News have done nothing but put out hit pieces on uh, this, this uh, movement. They've talked terribly about the people involved. They've called them all sorts of nasty names. They've been a parrot for Prime Minister, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who, by the way, um, politically is going to pay dearly for saying those things about Canadians because you just can't do that. But the news, CTV... The one who asked me for permission to go on the stage um, 
I said, you know what, I'll ask the other guys, but I doubt it because of the way you've treated these people. And I even took the time to ask them what they thought. And they said, oh, it's good. It's good. The reporter thinks it's good. It's a good time. It really is. Um, I, I don't recall ever seeing any news organization, any news, any media outlet putting any video evidence on, on their platform, uh, whether it's, you know, whatever, a Facebook stream or, or whatever, TV, of any un, or any lawlessness here, of any violence. And yet they're continuing to push that narrative and keep you in fear. Did you know that all of the cameras are off in the downtown core? Normally, you could just log on to the traffic cameras and look and see what's going on in your town. But you can't right now. The government turned them off. Why don't they want you to see what's going on in Ottawa? <clears throat> uh, the JCCF, by the way, they just actually demanded that the city turn the cameras back on because those cameras are there for safety. For the safety of the citizens of Ottawa, the safety of the demonstrators, safety of visitors, everybody. They're supposed to be on. They're important. That's why they're there. You paid millions and millions and millions of collective tax dollars to install those cameras, uh, monitor them, and maintain them. They should be on. But maybe they don't want you to see what's going on downtown. Maybe they don't want you to see that there's kids playing hockey in the street. Maybe they don't want you to see that it's a bunch of patriotic Canadians and crazy Quebecers, who are awesome by the way, waving flags and dancing in the streets. I think that terrifies them. I think it's terrifying for those people in authority that you find out that they've been lying to you. Because another thing I found out, <clears throat> there's a municipal election coming up in Ottawa in October? Wasn't it June? Is it June? June. June? I think it's June. Oh, so maybe not. I th oh man, I've only got I I go I have to make sure that I'm 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 living here for six months so that I can run for mayor of Ottawa. Should I do that? I so. No, I don't want to do that. I really don't. I'm not that guy. But there's an election coming up, so it's time to start writing writing letters to your lying, manipulating mayor. It's disgusting. He's in a leadership position. He's supposed to be doing what's best for you in your town, and he's not. Because you businesses in the downtown core who've been closed have lost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because your mayor and your authority in your town who you elected to represent you has lied to you and manipulated you and caused you to stop living your life because of fear. Or maybe you're not losing money. Maybe some of you got paid. I don't know. If you are a business who was asked to shut down and the city paid you to shut down, I would sure like to know that. And I'm not saying that happened. It's a question. I would like to know. <clears throat> so there's a municipal election. Guess what other election is coming up in Ontario this year? It's a provincial election. So there's the provincial in June. Provincial in June. And municipal in October. Municipal in October. You people of Ontario... In Ottawa you got some work to do you best be digging into this stuff and finding out for yourself if the people that you elected who are in authority right now have lied to you and if they've lied to you you kick their dirty rotten asses to the curb and you elect people who want to be there to represent you and act on your behalf 
because I, for one, am sick and tired of politicians running the show and running it a certain way, not on my, for my benefit or your benefit, but for their benefit and their government's benefit. Those people, I said those people again, those people work for you. They're not called public servants for nothing. They're there to serve you. And right now, they're not. They're fooling you. They're hoodwinking you. If you haven't seen that movie, I suggest watching it. It's great. So pay attention. And it doesn't really matter if you don't like me or you don't like the truckers or you, I don't know, whatever. Your opinion of me is insignificant at this point. It is in your best interest to get to the bottom of this. It is in your best interest to get the facts, get the truth, and then act on it in both your your provincial... <coughs> my goodness. I'm choking on my ego. Your provincial and your municipal elections. Do it. And don't just say, Oh, well, Chris doesn't like the mayor, so I'm going to vote for that guy. That's stupid. That's really stupid. Especially... If you're a business owner who's paying $20,000 rent on their, on their space in the downtown core. I know you can't afford that. I know you can't afford to have your business shut down because the government tells you to be fearful. I get it. And then go further. Look at what's really happening downtown. And look at what the government is telling you is happening downtown. You're being lied to. Go find out for yourself. I did make sure to post uh, a lot of videos that included families with young children in the downtown core having fun, uh, children playing on Parliament Hill, building snowmans and building snow forts. It was amazing. It's nothing to be fearful of. Unless you're one of those politicians who's been lying to people. I dare any of those politicians or authorities who've told the people of Ottawa or the people of Ontario that they have to be fearful of this demonstration and close their businesses, I dare them to come down to the hill. I'll make sure personally that they get the stage and they can tell people exactly what it is they think they should be scared of. But they won't. Not because they feel unsafe doing it, but because they can't actually go in front of people and lie like that. They've been lying to you from behind computer screens for two years. They don't have to see you face to face. They don't have to show you their body language that screams, I'm a lying politician. They're just doing it from behind a screen and you're getting, you're buying it. You're getting fooled. Don't be fooled anymore. Stand up for yourself. Get on the right side. There's, there's millions of Canadians standing up right now. And if you don't believe me, there's a new, oh, yes, speaking of which, fundraisers. Um, I'm going to post a link to the Give, Send, Go. Uh, that is the formal fundraiser for the uh, demonstration down here. I'm going to post that because I've been getting a lot of people asking me, where do we send our money? And I have facilitated some of that. We raised, I think, something like $9,000. Somewhere in there, nine or ten. A good chunk of cash. We raised that because there was no GoFundMe. 
people needed things paid for. They wanted to know where to send their money. And I said, okay, we'll handle that. But it came with a caveat. Don't ask me what I'm doing with it. I'm going to do my best. And if you don't trust me, don't send me your money. So we raised some money. But now, it, I don't want to do that. So it's time to go find the Give, Send, Go, which is at... GiveSendGo.com, but it's it's actually down right now. <sighs> it's GiveSendGo.com slash Freedom Convoy 2022. Something like that. Something like that. We will post it. But it's down right now. But it's down right now. Good grief. Okay. Back to my original point. That Give, Send, Go was set up a little while ago as an alternative because the GoFundMe is having problems. Um, it raised money really fast. When the GoFundMe was canceled, it raised like $400,000 in one day. People are getting their donations from GoFundMe back. I almost forgot the name because they're done. You don't even need to remember their name anymore. But people got their donations back. They doubled it and sent it to Give, Send, Go as a big old... F you cancel culture. I don't think so. People support this. Millions of Canadians support this. And it's showing uh, through their donations. I think now it's up to $2 million or something. I can't check. But it keeps getting shut down. Not shut down. It keeps crashing. Because so many people are donating. What does that tell you? What does that tell you about how Canadians feel about this movement? about this demonstration. They're being encouraged by, by these folks down here doing what they're doing. And not everybody can do it. People have lives, they have jobs, they have families. Not everybody can drop everything and drive to Ottawa. Those who can't, uh, they're doing their part by shelling out some cash to help these men and women out here doing this. And thank you very much for that. Um, oh, I'm sure there's some questions on What's Chris going to use that money for? Is he going to mortgage another horse? Don't be stupid. You don't mortgage horses unless you're like a horse race racer or something. Um, and I'm not going to tell you. I actually bought a sports car. I'm driving around Ottawa right now in a sports car. Yeah, it's a Mazda Miata, but it didn't come with a top. So it's a little chilly. But it's pretty cool. It's got a V7. <clears throat> it's very fast. Just kidding. First thing we did is we bought pizza. Uh, we spent 2,500 bucks on pizza and then another 350 bucks on pizza and just said, deliver it downtown, give it to everybody, do what you gotta do. Uh, I think we did something with snow shovels. That wasn't my department. Uh, now we're actually booking some audio equipment for the stage. Um, just little things as they come up, we're doing whatever we can to chip in wherever we can. And that's a lot of fun. It's much easier to do it that way than have to go and go over to this hotel and talk to somebody about a GoFundMe and try and get lawyers and accountants to release $400 to go rent a speaker. It's stupid. Now, if we want to do something, we just go and do it. It's done. We want pizza for lunch one day for everybody at the Hill. And yeah, I, I was way off on that. It wasn't for everybody, but a lot of people. We just go do it. And it's a lot more fun. And another thing we've done is when we go into a restaurant into a restaurant in Ottawa. Oh, what do you think of that, Trudeau? Um, we leave really, really big tips. Now, why do we do that? Because we want to encourage the businesses in the Ottawa downtown core to continue doing what they're doing. We want to thank them for being open. We want to thank them for putting up with the noise. And we want to 
say, hey, you know, we understand that you've gone through some tough times and we want to help. So the pizza place, they got a $250 tip. Why? Because we could. Um, where we had lunch today, they got a they got a $250 tip too. And you know why they got a $250 tip? Washrooms are closed in all of these fast food restaurants. And a woman came in with her kids and she really needed to use the washroom. And I know what it's like to really have to use the washroom because there's been lots of times on this trip where I've been looking for a dark alley. Every hour. Every, Every hour. hour. But I can't find one. So I have to hold it until I find a store. Anyway, they weren't going to let her use the washroom. And finally, they're like, okay, well, go ahead, but just don't tell anybody because we, we're not allowed. We're going to get in trouble. And I thought that was one of the nicest things I've ever seen anyone do for someone. They risked their business, their livelihood, to let a mother go pee. Amazing. So they got a huge tip, and I gave the owner some cash too. And I would encourage anybody... What? Why are you laughing? Stop that. <laughs> I would encourage anybody who's shopping down here, share the wealth. If you can afford it, reward these business for businesses for being open. Um, thank them for not being fearful and listening to lying snakes of politicians who are doing everything they can to, to destroy this movement. Sometimes you have to thank somebody for facilitating a seat for a movement. Get it? A movement? <laughs> I get it, I get it. No, <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Um, we're not doing anything in particular. We're just doing what we can, when we can, and thank you very much for helping us to do that. Um, I guess keep an eye on that Give, Send, Go. Once it gets up, if you can get in there and make a donation, go ahead. If you want to send it to us, go ahead. I really don't care what Mike B thinks of me. Um, if you guys trust me to spend that in uh, responsible and efficient ways, uh, that's all I really care about. I don't care about the haters. Um, actually, I do care. I don't like that people hate me. But at the end of the day, I would rather poke them in the eye than get mad at them or lash out at them because poking them in the eye is more fun. Not literally, because that's assault. I mean, poking them in the eye the same way that I poke the government in the eye every time I do something like sell off pieces of my restaurant so that the, own, the new owners can come and dine in. <clears throat> yeah. Suck on that, M's Cafe. I did it again. Okay, what else is there to talk about? I think that was pretty much it. Tomorrow's going to be another exciting day. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people up on that stage speaking. I'm probably going to get up there and embarrass myself again, as I usually do. Um, there's going to be some music. Carrie, the genius, is going to be, the musical genius, is going to be uh, taking care of some of that music stuff. So it's going to be amazing. And there's going to be a lot of people down there just living their lives, having fun. It is a family event. Um, there, I don't think there's any white supremacists there. Is there? Do we mean it? You're not a white supremacist. There's none of that down there. There's no hate. There's no... Actually, there is some anger. There is some anger towards the government. And you're going to see that in the form of those weird flags, those black flags. I, I'm going to Google this. Yeah. Somebody put in the comments, what do those flags mean? The black ones that says, F Maple Leaf CK Justin Trudeau. I don't get it. It's improper grammar. They're mixing like 
Lots of consonants. Yeah, there's no vowels. It doesn't make any sense at all. But there's lots of that down there. Those people seem to really not like Justin Trudeau. Uh, there's a lot of truckers who are really upset with the federal government for taking away their jobs, their livelihoods, and uh, you know, forcing them to lose their homes that they've worked their entire lives for, things like that. I mean, a bunch of whiners, right? It's just a home. Buy another one. Oh, you lost your home? Eh, let them live in an apartment. It doesn't work that way, government. But that's the anger down there. It's an anger towards the government for what they've done to people. And it's not always from people who are affected by the mandates. A lot of that is from people who, they don't have a problem with it anymore because they went and they did what the government said. They're angry because they're watching their friends be bullied and harassed. That's what's happening down there. Um, nobody cares what religion you are. There was a Muslim fellow that came down and he spoke on the stage after a Christian pastor did. No problem. We're Canadians. We don't have to agree on everything, but we accept you no matter what. Uh, there are, believe it or not, this blew my mind. There are Quebecers and Albertans down there, and they shake hands and hug. Can you believe that? Like, that's like, like crossing the streams of your ghost-busting guns. Albertans and Quebecers shaking hands and hugging. It's amazing. So, get your butts down there, have some fun, meet some people, listen to some stories, shed some tears, very, very, very likely, tears of joy, and then send a letter to your mayor. Tell him, listen, you lying snake, I cannot wait for you to be fired because you're a lying snake. You snaky liar. Send a letter to your, the counselors and say, you guys and you ladies, you better start accurately representing us or you're fired too. Don't be a fool. It's already starting to crumble. There's already politicians that are being replaced. Aaron O'Toole's out because of his let them eat cake attitude towards truckers and vaxes. Uh, Jason Kenney is hanging on by a hair. Who else? Trudeau, I mean, I think the Liberal government has their lowest rating in, I think since they've been were elected. Little pieces are starting to come apart. The, the CEO of CNN stepped down, and there's a big scandal and controversy over that. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's, how do you not know that? It's huge news. You have an Apple phone. That should be like front and center. I was busy today. Oh, Kerry has been very, very busy. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's pretty much it. Uh, also, crime in downtown Ottawa is at the lowest rate it's been in quite some time. Go figure. It's clean. The sidewalks are shoveled. The streets are shoveled by hand, by truckers and volunteers. And if you like cookies, there are families going home at night baking all evening and then coming out here and handing out cupcakes and cookies with little notes on them that say made with love by Peyton. We love you, Peyton. That was amazing. That was beautiful. That was so cool. I wonder if she has Jessica says she wonders if Peyton has made more cookies yet. Because I really enjoyed them. Yes, she really enjoyed them. And nobody else did. 
because she enjoyed them that much. Just like usually when we get cookies, she enjoys them way, way more than Carrie and I do because Carrie and I have to try the little crumbs that are left on the floor after she's jamming them in her mouth so fast that little pieces are flying all over the truck. True story. True story. Actually, if you want to see Jessica eat cookies, uh, there's a show with, it's a perfect, like a doppelganger. Uh, it's this blue thing. I think its name was Cookie Monster. Sesame Street. Watch a Sesame Street episode. Watch that guy eat cookies. That's how Jessica eats cookies. Spitting image. Anyway, thank you, Peyton. And thank you to everybody who's taking all that time to go and bake stuff for us and bring it to our trucks and bring us toothbrushes and deodorant and... Wait. Do you think you stink? So Yes. Yeah, somebody came around with a, a box of toiletries, toothpaste, and do I didn't take any because we don't need any. But yeah, they had all those stuff. They were handing them out to truckers, uh, water. Somebody came with some pop that I've never tried before. Henneken? Henneken? Heineken? It's it's almost like it's it's. I've never I've never tried it. I haven't tried it yet. Brought it back to the hotel room. It looks like it would be a nice uh, pop to drink before bed. Green can, silver writing. Henken? Henkel. Hindenburg? No. What? What is it? I don't know. I can't pronounce it. I think it's German. No, it's not German. Belgian? Something like that. Yeah. I'm going to try it right now. Anyway, thank you very much. Uh, I really hope to see you there tomorrow. I will do my best to get this message out to everyone I can. And if you're watching and you're from Ottawa, please encourage your friends and your family and your neighbors and business owners to come down and see what this is like because this is unprecedented in this country this is the stuff that you see European countries doing taking it to the streets and standing in solidarity solidarity I have never seen this in Canada and this will be in the history books because it is history in the making it is monumental and it's not just Ottawa it's not just Ontario this is Canada. Be a part of it. Because if you don't, you're going to regret it. Someday your kids or grandkids or whatever are going to ask you, what was that like? And you're going to say, I don't know because I didn't go because I was too fearful because my mayor told me to be fearful. Don't be that person. Don't let this slip away. Even if you don't agree with the message. There was one person I saw today with a with the sign that was very anti what we are doing. Basically, it said, get a job and go home trucker, which I found very ironic because a lot of these guys no longer have jobs or homes to go back to. So I think the point of this kind of went right over this fellow's head. But he was there speaking up for what, he's, what he believes in. So I... Man, I tore that guy a new one. You know what I said to him? <clears throat> I said, thank you. And I extended my hand, which he, he, he took and he shook. I said, thank you. And I walked away. That's it. So it doesn't matter if you don't agree with us. I will shake your hand. I will tell you thank you for coming. I will offer you some pizza. You're not going to get anywhere near cookies because somebody's going to be there. But you're... If you can look past the differences of this issue and just be part of this amazing experience that Canada is going through right now, you're going to be richer for it. So, you know what? 
Come check it out. That guy that said get a job and go home, <clears throat> he was a happy guy and he shook your hand and he was He happy. was a very happy guy. He was happy. He was on drugs. <laughs> just kidding. I don't think he was. He was just a happy guy. It's hard not to be happy down there because when you're listening to music and there's dogs walking around in booties and people are dancing in the streets, it's very difficult not to be happy. So if you've had a rough couple years and you're depressed and you're lonely and you haven't been able to do anything, Put your mask on if it makes you feel comfortable. Come down and join in the fun. Maybe you'll be like those dozens, hundreds of people that I see that walk into the crowds and they see us and they're like, we don't need this mask. And they take it off. But it's not about a mask. It's about being there and participating. So just come participate. Thank you very much. Talk to you tomorrow. Love you all. Love you, Peyton. Cookies were great, I think. They were fantastic. Actually, I don't know for sure. It's secondhand information because somebody ate all the cookies, like usual. Good night.